This is a CBC Podcast. We have a special bonus for you today from the Secret Life of Canada history podcast about the terrible, hilarious, dirty, and wonderful history of this country. Hosts Leah and Phelan aren't historians. They're just two people with a passion for little-known stories and underrated people. And together, they bring humor and a healthy skepticism to this country's founding narratives. In this excerpt from the episode, Sorry Not Sorry, Canadians Are Always Apologizing, or Are They?, Leah and Phelan explore the history of the national relationship to the word sorry and the truth and myths around Canadian politeness. We have an excerpt from that episode for you now. Have a listen. Okay, so when it comes to saying sorry, our government, just going to say this, has a lot to apologize for. Oh, yes. And, And it's run a range from regular political stuff. I made a promise to you that I wouldn't touch the green belt. I broke that promise. And for that, I'm very, very sorry. To the apologies all about the horrible stuff that Canada has engaged in, like the internment of both Japanese and Italian people during World War II. I speak for members on all sides of the House today in offering to Japanese Canadians the formal and sincere apology to the tens of thousands of innocent Italian Canadians who were labeled enemy aliens. We are sorry. And the apologies to Jewish people that were seeking refuge from the Nazis during the Holocaust. We apologize to the 907 German Jews aboard the MS St. Louis. We are sorry for the callousness of Canada's response. We are sorry for not apologizing soon. There was also the apology to Chinese Canadians for the head tax. It took 121 years for Canada's Chinese community to hear these words. In Cantonese, Canada is sorry. And of course, the apology for residential schools. The government of Canada sincerely apologizes and asks the forgiveness of the Aboriginal peoples of this country for failing them so profoundly. We are sorry. Yes, and I'm just going to add this one as well. I know I embarrassed everyone in this city, and I will be forever sorry. Okay, that last one was very Toronto-specific and maybe not that important, but I thought I would throw it in there. Hmm. Yeah, of course. I mean, it is in the pantheon of iconic apologies, so I get it. The fact that our government has so much to apologize for maybe, you know, maybe undercuts the idea that Canada is like this nice, polite place because obviously the country has done a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. And and nowadays there's just this huge range of public apologies. You know, there's the celebrity apology. I want to say I am so sorry to the people who were affected. I apologize. My behavior was unacceptable. I deeply apologize to writers. I deeply apologize to unions. I don't expect to be forgiven. I'm just here to apologize. And the political one as well. I'm deeply sorry and I apologize unreservedly to the people of Toronto, my staff, my colleagues on City Council and the public service for whom I have such respect. Because, you know, in the end it's about the public and controlling a message or a perception. They are public because they're meant for public consumption, for us to consume them. Yes, right. Okay. So it's not to say that they didn't come from a genuine place, but it's also good to be mindful of who the audience for them is and why. 
But now I want to know, do Canadians actually apologize more? A lot. Do they do it a lot? Are they doing it more than everyone else? Okay, so I turned to the academic world and went back, deep dive back into the definition again to start with the British of it all. I know, I know. We're just going to nerd out here for a second. So the word sorry has its roots in Old English, where it meant distressed, grieved, or full of sorrow. However, Brits nowadays use it pretty casually. Edwin Battistella, a language expert, points out that Brits might say sorry more often, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're super remorseful. They use it for different reasons, like expressing empathy or bridging social gaps. Brits use sorry in a way that might seem odd to Americans, but maybe more familiar to us. So in British culture, showing respect without intruding on someone's personal space is highly valued, which linguists call negative politeness. So meanwhile, (laughs) I like that. (laughs) I want that on a shirt. (laughs) Well, meanwhile, Americans lean more towards positive politeness emphasizing friendliness and group belonging. So when a Brit says, sorry, that's my British accent. When a Brit says sorry to strangers, it's often a way to be polite, like asking for information, like, "Uh, sorry, can you direct me to this, that, and the other thing? Which, you know, to Americans comes off as weird, but it's all about navigating those social norms. So the author suggests that Brits sometimes use sorry excessively, and it can be confusing for outsiders, which makes things, you know, a bit tricky. That's a bit of The Secret Life of Canada. You can listen to the full episode right now by searching for The Secret Life of Canada wherever you get your podcasts. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca podcasts.